Hey everyone, welcome back to Ascend Student Ministries Anchored Podcast. Today we're in Philippians chapter 3. It reads, Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. Look out for the dogs, look out for the evildoers, look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God in glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also, if anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee, as to zeal a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law blameless. But whatever gain I had, I count as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ." The righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame, with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. So here in chapter 3 of Philippians, we have some more of the most well-known verses about this book that we have from the scriptures. And so when we look down and look in specifically around verse 7, but whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. And so as we think about that and we think about what Paul's doing here, he's once again interacting with these people that are bringing an accusation against him that are bringing this thought that he is no longer worthy to be serving the Lord because of his current situation. And so he's addressing that to his hearers and to his readers in this passage. He reminds them at the beginning, hey, to tell you about this again is is not really a big deal to me because it's better for you to know the truth and for me to repeat myself than for you to continue to live on in error. And he walks through the fact that if anyone could really make these selfish claims, like these people who have set themselves up against Paul, if anyone is able to do those things, it's actually Paul himself. He's kind of a big deal. In fact, that's what makes his transformation so radical in such a picture, such a portrait of the grace of God in saving the lost, because he was so zealous for the things that he thought were following God. Yet when God encountered him and when God met with him and displayed it otherwise, he left the entire place of prominence, the entire place of safety, of status, of wealth to go and to be a part of something that he knew would mean for him persecution 
alienation, a life of continuously having needs that would need to be met by God rather than having those things provided for himself. And so Paul shows here in this passage the way in which that transformation is moving forward his faith and is growing him as he decides and he really resolves each day to move forward with his walk with the Lord. When we think about that, it often reminds me of what I call Freddie Adu syndrome. And so I may have spoken with some of you about this previously, but Freddie Adu, he was a soccer player that at the height of his fame was actually said to be the savior of American soccer. He was supposed to bring us back in to be able to compete on the international level in ways in which we had not been able to previously. And so what happened is they saw the talent that this person had as like a 12 and 13 year old kid. And they thought, hey, we can make this person into the next great superstar. But his problem was he focused so much on the talents that he had that he was not able to continue to grow and to progress. So his talents, his abilities as a 12 and a 13 year old were vastly greater than anybody else he was competing against. But when you put him with adults who were grown up, he was not able to stand at such a high level and in fact really never made it onto the highest scene of soccer. And so he was relying upon his past and using that as an opportunity to build his future. He was not really looking towards each day stretching himself and seeking to grow and seeking to become a better player and instead everybody else caught up with him and he was no greater than any of the other people that he was playing against and so when we look at what Paul is saying here there's a big picture of that when we look down in verse 13 it says brothers I do not consider that I have made it my own but one thing I do forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus So whether it was the good things that he was doing or the bad things of his past, he says, I'm leaving these behind each day, giving myself an opportunity to continuously stretch for these things, to make that the habitual pattern of my life that I'm seeking to grow and to develop and to be able to display that to those around us. So when you think about Paul, he had some really good things that he could look back on. When we look through the book of Acts and when we look at his other letters, we see the miraculous ways that God was using him. Healings, miracles, building churches, planting churches, growing the faith of the individuals that he is interacting with. Those are things that he could sit and say, hey, I've got this feather in my cap. I've got this star in my crown. I've got this jewel that you can't take from me from what I've done in the past. And that could keep him, if he was focused so much on those, from moving forward. In the same way, he also has some hard things that have taken place in the past. Remember, he was present when Christians were being martyred. He was there persecuting the church. He was doing things actively against God. Were he to dwell upon those things, he might be paralyzed by his unworthiness and not able to continue to be used by God for his kingdom. And so he says, whatever the good things are, whatever the bad things are that are in my past, I'm not going to allow those to shadow the opportunity to continue to pursue Christ each day. I'm going to look forward to press on towards the goal that I know I'm never going to attain this side of eternity, but I'm going to keep reaching and keep striving and keep serving God each day as if it is the newest day and the first opportunity that I've had to do that. And that gives us a really good pattern for the way in which we should serve the Lord. 
One of the things that I have engaged with many students on is the fact that, hey, I've read the Bible once. And that in and of itself is pretty good. A lot of Christians have not honestly read through the entire Bible. So I've read through the Bible. Why do I need to read it again? Why do I need to do any of these things again, like praying continuously or developing other disciplines in my life? I've done them once. Why do I need to continue to do those? Paul gives us a reason for that here. We're seeking to daily grow in that opportunity. We're pressing towards the goal of the prize. We're growing each day as we do that. And we continuously need his word. We continuously need prayer. We continuously need the disciplines to help us to do that. Think about this, right? Right now we have LeBron James. He's just recently passed the scoring record for all-time points in the NBA. If LeBron James was like, you know what? I've already made 100 free throws. I've already made 100 three-pointers. I've already done this drill. I've already done this or that. I've already achieved the pinnacle of what it means to be an athlete in gaining a championship, getting a gold medal, being an MVP. Why do I still try to do the little things? Because he still desires to be great and he still desires to be seen as one of the greatest of his time. And so he keeps pressing on towards the goal of being the best athlete he can be, which means he's developed all these disciplines in his life that move him forward in that. And so for you today, what are those disciplines in your life that you're developing that are allowing you to press on towards the goal of following Christ with all you are? What is it that you are doing that is allowing you to be interacting with his word, to be interacting with his people to be growing in those opportunities to display that. Because one of the things that I think is really important here is if you look at verse 17, he says, join in imitating me. That sounds kind of prideful when you think about it first. Say, hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm the example to follow. But when we look at what he set up in this passage, when we look at what he talks about in chapter two, that humility is a huge aspect of this. And what he said even in this passage is, hey, I'm throwing everything that I've done, everything that people would say I am, I'm throwing that all out. And I'm saying each day, I want to strive to grow in my love for the Lord and my ability to serve him and my ability to follow him and my ability to live on mission for him. I'm desiring to do this and renew this every day. If that is what we're imitating, we're not actually imitating Paul. We're imitating the pursuit of God. We're imitating, humbly stating each day, we need God to empower us, to give us all we need to serve and to follow him. And so as you reflect on that today, as you think about where God has grown you and where God is continuing to grow and to shape and to mold you, I pray that you would understand in a greater sense the way that God desires to use you and has equipped you for the specific season of life that you're in, that you would be faithful to growing and pressing on towards the goal of walking worthy of the calling of the Lord upon your life. Know today you were loved.